Welcome to Voicepedia, where I, your host, Linnea Sage, read Wikipedia articles with no commentary, so you can learn more about the history of people, places, things, and more. Today we're learning about the 2024 Summer Olympics, the bidding process, development and preparations, ceremonies, games, participating National Olympic Committees, marketing, broadcasting rights, and concerns and controversies. The 2024 Summer Olympics, and commonly known as Paris 2024, is an upcoming international multi-sport event scheduled to take place from the 26th of July to the 11th of August 2024 in France, with Paris as the main host city, and 16 other cities spread across metropolitan France, plus one subsite in Tahiti, an island within the French overseas country and overseas collectivity of French Polynesia. Paris was awarded the Games at the 131st IOC session in Lima, Peru, in September 2017, after multiple withdrawals that left only Paris and Los Angeles in contention, the International Olympic Committee approved a process to concurrently award the 2024 and 2028 Summer Olympics to the two cities. Having previously hosted in 1900 and 1924, Paris will become the second city, after London, to host the Summer Olympics three times. Paris 2024 will mark the centenary of Paris 1924, and these Olympic Games will be the sixth hosted by France, three in summer and three in winter, and the first French Olympics since the 1992 Winter Olympics in Albertville. Following Paris 2024, the Summer Games will return to the traditional four-year Olympiad cycle, as the 2020 Summer Olympics in Tokyo was delayed by one year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Paris 2024 will feature the debut of breaking, also known as breakdancing, as an Olympic event, and it will be the final Olympic Games held during the presidency of IOC President Thomas Bach. The Games will be the first to feature identical number of athletes between men and women. The question regarding the participation of Russian and Belarusian athletes has been debated in the lead-up to the event. The Paris Olympics are expected to cost 8.3 billion euros. Bidding Process the five candidate cities were Paris, Hamburg, Budapest, Rome, and Los Angeles. The bidding process was slowed by withdrawals, political uncertainty, and deterring cost. Hamburg withdrew its bid in November 2015 after holding a referendum. Rome withdrew in September 2016, citing fiscal difficulties. Budapest withdrew in February 2017 after a petition against the bid collected more signatures than necessary for a referendum. Following these withdrawals, the IOC Executive Board met in June 2017 in Lausanne, Switzerland, to discuss the 2024 and 2028 bid processes. The International Olympic Committee formally proposed electing the 2024 and 28 Olympic host cities at the same time in 2017, a proposal which an extraordinary IOC session approved in July 2017 in Lausanne. The IOC set up a process whereby the LA 2024 and Paris 2024 bid committees met with the IOC to discuss which city would host the Games in 24 and 28, and whether it was possible to select the host cities for both at the same time. Following the decision to award the two games simultaneously, Paris was understood to be the preferred host for 24. In July 2017, the IOC announced Los Angeles as the sole candidate for 28, enabling Paris to be confirmed as host for 24. Both decisions were ratified at the 131st IOC session in September 2017. Development and Preparations 
Venues. Most of the Olympic events will be held in the city of Paris and its metropolitan region, including the neighboring cities of Saint-Denis, Le Bourget, Nanterre, Versailles, and Versumont. The handball tournaments will be held in Lille, which is 225 kilometers from the host city. The sailing and some football games will be held in the Mediterranean city of Marseille, which is 777 kilometers from the host city. Meanwhile, the surfing events are expected to be held in Tehupo Village in the overseas territory of French Polynesia, which is 15,716 kilometers from the host city. Football will also be hosted in another five cities, which are Bordeaux, Dessines-Charpeau, Nantes, Nice, and Saint-Étienne, some of which are home to League One clubs. Ceremonies in July 2021, Paris 2024 President Tony Estanguet stated that the Kojo P2024 was conducting a feasibility study on hosting the opening and closing ceremonies outside of the traditional stadium setting so that they could marry the best of Paris. The iconic sites to the possibility of engaging with hundreds of thousands of people, maybe more. This concept of an open games was exemplified in the Paris 2024 handover presentation during the Tokyo 2020 closing ceremony, which featured a live segment from a viewing party at Place du Trocadéro. Estengue expected the sites for the ceremonies to be announced by the end of the year. In December 2021, it was announced that the opening ceremony will feature athletes being transported by boat from Pont du Austerlitz to Pont d'Anna along the Seine River. The six-kilometer route will pass landmarks such as the Louvre, Notre-Dame de Paris, and Place de la Concorde, and feature cultural presentations. The official protocol will take place at a 30,000-seat mini-stadium at the Trocadero. Organizers stated that the ceremony would be the most spectacular and accessible opening ceremony in Olympic history, with Estengue stating that it would be free to attend and estimating that it could attract as many as 600,000 spectators. In September 2022, it was announced that the closing ceremonies would be conducted the traditional way, as they will take place at Stade de France. The Games Sports In accordance with the current rules of the International Olympic Committee, which have been in force since 2017, the program of the Summer Olympics consists of 28 mandatory core sports that persist between games, with up to six optional sports that can be added for each edition of the Games. The optional sports are selected by the relevant organizing committee and included in a list that must be sent to the International Olympic Committee not less than five years before each edition, in order to improve local interest, provided that the total number of participants does not exceed 10,500 athletes. During the 131st IOC session in September 2017, the IOC approved the 28 sports of the 2016 program for Paris 2024 while also inviting the Paris Organizing Committee to submit up to five additional sports for consideration. When Paris was bidding for the Games in August 2017, the Paris Organizing Committee announced that it would hold talks with the IOC and professional esports organizations about the possibility of introducing competitive events in 2024. In July 2018, the IOC confirmed that it would not consider esports for the 2024 Olympics. In February 2019, the Paris Organizing Committee proposed the inclusion of breakdancing, breaking, as well as skateboarding, sport climbing, and surfing, three sports that debuted at the then-upcoming 2020 Summer Olympics as optional sports. All four sports were approved during the 134th IOC session in Lausanne, Switzerland, in June 2019. Scheduled to feature 32 sports encompassing 329 events, 
Paris 2024 will be the first Summer Olympics since 1960 to have fewer events than the previous edition. The disciplines of karate and baseball-slash-softball have both been dropped from the program since 2020, with the loss of 10 events in total, while four events have been lost from the weightlifting discipline. In canoeing, two sprint events have been replaced with two slalom events, keeping the overall total at 16. Introduced as a new discipline, breaking has added two events to the program. And in sport climbing, the previous combined event has been disaggregated to create two separate events of speed climbing and boulder and lead for each gender. In February 2023, USA Boxing announced its decision to boycott the 2023 World Championships organized by the International Boxing Association, where Russian and Belarusian athletes would compete with no restrictions, also accusing the IBA of attempting to sabotage IOC-approved qualification pathway for the 2024 Summer Olympics. Poland, Switzerland, the Netherlands, Great Britain, Ireland, Czechia, Sweden, and Canada later joined the U.S. Marketing Emblem The emblem for the 2024 Summer Olympics and Paralympics was unveiled in October 2019 at the Grand Rex. Inspired by Art Deco, it's a representation of Marianne, the national personification of France, with a flame formed in negative space by her hair. The emblem also resembles a gold medal. Tony Estengue explained that the emblem symbolized the power and the magic of the games, and the games being for people. The use of a female figure also serves as an homage to the 1900 Summer Olympics in Paris, which were the first to allow women to participate. The emblem was designed by the French designer Sylvain Boyer with the French design agencies Echo Branding and Royalties. The emblem for Paris 2024 was considered the biggest new logo release of 2019 by many design magazines. An Opinion Way survey showed that 83% of French people say that they like the new Paris 2024 Games emblem. Approval ratings were high, with 82% of those surveyed finding it aesthetically appealing, and 78% finding it to be creative. It was met with some mockery on social media, one user commenting that the logo would be better suited to a dating site or a hair salon. For the first time, the 2024 Summer Paralympics is sharing the same emblem as its corresponding Olympics with no difference, reflecting a shared ambition between both events. Mascots In November 2022, the Frige were unveiled as the mascots for the 2024 Summer Olympics and Paralympics. They're a pair of anthropomorphic Frige caps, a historic French symbol of freedom and liberty. Marianne is commonly depicted wearing a Frisian cap, including the Eugène Delacroix painting Liberty Leading the People. The two mascots share a motto of Alone we go faster, but together we go further. Want to support me and you at the same time? We'll get back to the article in just a second. But if you head to the podcast description, you'll see links to benefit both of us. $30 of a hotel booking or books, a free lottery ticket, or just free cash. It's easy to support when it doesn't cost you anything. Check it out while you're listening. And now, back to the article. Broadcasting rights. In France, domestic rights to the 2024 Summer Olympics are owned by Warner Brothers Discovery, formerly Discovery Inc., via Eurosport, with free-to-air coverage sub-licensed to the country's public broadcaster, France Télévisions. Concerns and Controversies. Exploitation of Workers' Rights. French newspaper Liberation reported that workers are being paid around 80 euros per day without any official declaration, social security, or resting day. 
Some workers expressed anger and dissatisfaction as they never received the salary guaranteed on the contract, while some said that there are no proper safety materials for them when doing high-risk jobs. Security Concerns A news report in The Times cited an analysis by Dragonfly, a security and geopolitical firm, by which the level of terror threats for the Paris 2024 games remains severe, including the potential use of bombing drone attacks. It was reported that the British Olympic Association will provide an app to athletes and staff so they can have access to instant help and the ability to share their location with security staff. The main airports in Paris will be closed on July 26 during the opening ceremony of the Olympic Games for security reasons. Security perimeters will be set up around the event venues, strictly restricting the movement of cars, including taxis. Disruption to Resident Parisians Many resident Parisians expressed their concern that the games would disrupt their day-to-day lives. Polls showed that half of residents were planning to leave the city, and three-quarters were worried about transport and security at the games. However, the head of the Paris Olympics organizing committee, Troy Estanguet, stated that the magical Olympics would be worth the disruption. Participation of Russian and Belarusian Athletes The potential participation of Russian and Belarusian athletes has remained controversial amid the Russian invasion of Ukraine. In February 2022, the International Olympic Committee recommended sports federations to ban Russian and Belarusian athletes and officials from participating in international tournaments, citing the violation of the Olympic truce. In January 2023, the IOC announced plans to introduce Russian and Belarusian athletes as neutrals, In response, Poland's sport and tourism minister stated that up to 40 countries would consider boycotting the 2024 Olympics if the Russians and Belarusians are not excluded. In February 2023, the National Olympic and Paralympic Committees of the five Nordic countries issued a joint statement opposing the participation of Russian and Belarusian athletes in the 2024 Summer Olympics in Paris. In February 2023, the United Nations released a report recommending the IOC for considering reinstating Russian and Belarusian athletes and urged the organization to go further and to make sure that no athlete should be required to take sides in the conflict, urging the IOC to take more steps to align its recommendations with international human rights standards on non-discrimination. The UN also stated that the IOC should ensure the non-discrimination of any athlete on the basis of their nationality. The report summarized that the condition to condemn Russia's invasion opens the door to pressure and interpretation. The same rules must apply to all athletes, whatever their nationality. This includes the rule that any advocacy of national, racial, or religious hatred that constitutes incitement to discrimination, hostility, or violence shall be prohibited. The UN special reporter Alexandra Zanthaki was accused of using Soviet propaganda tactics, namely whataboutism, while advocating for the full reinstatement of Russia and Belarusian athletes. When pressed on the matter of close links between athletes and state agencies in these countries, she referenced wars in Iraq, Libya, Syria, and Israel, questioning the lack of similar discourse surrounding those conflicts. She also stated that all nation-states of the Global South support Russia's return. In July 2023, the Olympic Council of Asia invited Russian and Belarusian athletes to compete in the 2022 Hangzhou Asian Games under a neutral flag and without possibility to win medals and win Asian quota places on Olympic Games. Russian Deputy Sport Minister Alexei Marozov claimed that similar statement was made by African countries. In February 2023, the United States welcomed the return of Russian and Belarusian athletes, but only under a neutral designation with strict criteria. 
In February, Czech Republic confirmed it will not join a potential boycott. Greece spoke out against boycotts of any kind, as well as the politicization of the Olympics, affirming their participation in the Games. In March, Australia and Germany indicated they would welcome Russia, although Germany noted it is not something they like. In February 2023, the IOC confirmed that it has not entered official discussions as to whether Russian and Belarusian athletes could compete, but the head of the IOC, Thomas Bach, has stated that it should not be up to national governments to decide who gets to participate in international sporting tournaments, indicating that he was also against the banning of athletes from Russia and Belarus. In March 2023, Bach further reiterated his support for reinstating Russian and Belarusian athletes, expressing opposition to political influence on sports and any suggestion that Russians should be treated as if they have a collective guilt. The IOC published a statement stating that it supported the return of Russian and Belarusian athletes as long as they did not actively support the war and as long as their flag, anthem, colors, and organizations were excluded. The statements provoked an angry reaction from Ukrainian officials who accused them of appeasing Russia. Participation of Israeli Athletes The IOC warned Arab and pro-Palestinian athletes that they would be banned from participating if they refused to compete with Israeli athletes, recalling the case of Algerian judoka Fethi Noreen, who was suspended for 10 years by the International Judo Federation for refusing to fight an Israeli athlete during the 2020 Summer Olympics. The IOC spokesman said that the IOC is committed to the concept of individual responsibility, and athletes cannot be held responsible for the actions of their governments adding that the IOC will ensure that swift action is taken, as during the Olympic Games, Tokyo 2020. In November 2023, Russia accused the IOC of having double standards and not sanctioning Israel due to its actions in Gaza, as Palestine is also an IOC member. The IOC later responded by saying that Israel's war against Hamas was unique compared to Russia's war against Ukraine, since the latter occurred during the Olympic truce and that it would take swift action if any discrimination against Israeli athletes occurred. In an interview with Lequip on the 21st of December 2023, the Olympic Committee of Israel President Yael Arad assured that Israeli athletes would 100% be present and that the measures for the athletes would be put in place to ensure their safety. Disqualification and Reinstatement of Ukrainian Fencer In July 2020, by public written notice, the FIE had replaced its previous handshake requirement with a salute by the opposing fencers, and written in its public notice that handshakes were suspended until further notice. Nevertheless, in July 2023, Ukrainian four-time world fencing individual saber champion Olga Karlin was disqualified at the World Fencing Championships by the FIE for not shaking the hand of her defeated Russian opponent though Carlin instead offered a tapping of blades in acknowledgement. The next day, the IOC president Thomas Bach sent a letter to Carlin where he expressed empathy for her and that in light of the situation, she was being guaranteed a spot in the 2024 Summer Olympics. He wrote further, As a fellow fencer, it is impossible for me to imagine how you feel at this moment. The war against your country, the suffering of the people in Ukraine, the uncertainty around your participation at the Fencing World Championships, and the events which unfolded yesterday. All this is a roller coaster of emotions and feelings. It is admirable how you're managing this incredibly difficult situation, and I would like to express my full support to you. Rest assured that the IOC will continue to stand in full solidarity with the Ukrainian athletes and the Olympic community of Ukraine. Paris 2024 Olympics headquarters raided. French financial prosecutors raided Paris 2024 Olympic headquarters in October 2023 and also targeted event management firms. 
The raids were part of an investigation opened into suspicion of illegal taking of interest, favoritism, and concealment, involving the awarding of various contracts. Azerbaijani Smear Campaign A report from France's external digital interference fighting body uncovered that several Azerbaijani websites and fake social media profiles attempted a disinformation campaign, downplaying the French's ability to organize the games and threatening a boycott. Judging Tower for Surfing in Tahiti Organizations plan to host the surfing competitions in the French Polynesian island of Tahiti, where they plan to build a 9-ton aluminum tower for the judges. Harsh criticism was drawn from locals and surfers, saying that it threatened damage to the coral reef and that the currently existing wooden tower could be used. A barge struck the reef and damaged it earlier in 2023, which caused construction to be paused. Multiple surfers have protested the building of it, and a local petition against the building has gathered 239,000 responses. Thank you for listening to this episode of Voicepedia, where I read directly from Wikipedia pages, thanks to the Creative Commons license that permits me to do so. I truly appreciate anyone who listens and subscribes. I'm early in my journey of podcasting, but I'm hoping to produce one episode per weekday, with each day of the week dedicated to a different category. Please review this podcast if you enjoy it, and feel free to reach out to me with any suggestions for future episodes.